We're back, bitches. It's our guy panic. I'm Jacob Bristol. I'm Ben Nevin. And we're back after three weeks. Uh, I do apologise, but you know, I was away, then there was illnesses, it happens. Yeah. How did you spend our three weeks away? Uh, sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in Reading. <laughs> Get sick. <it. laughs> Surprisingly, no, I was getting very drunk though. Uh, in Reading during the, the, the King's coronation, not for the coronation, I was at a lot of punk shows. And yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I imagine the punk shows during that particular event would have been fucking shit hot though. I, we, we went to see this one band called, um, I had never heard of them before, uh, a friend I was visiting had heard of them, had heard one of those songs, uh, they were called the Lambrini Girls, Nice. and uh, they did this whole thing where it was kind of like, <laughs> uh, they were just shouting fuck the king several times, we had to shout it back, and then there was other points where it was like, when I say Prince Andrew, you say, it's a sweaty nonce! <laughs> So, you know... I, I, I did not know that there were so many punk bands that were voiced by uh, Victorian chimney-sweeping children well, from based fucking, on the voice that you done. Well, they were from fucking Brighton, so... You know... It's okay. probably an accurate... <laughs> <laughs> uh, an accurate assessment in that case, then. I think I also feel like we were the worst part of this one guy's night um, after the Lambrini Girls. There was this other band that I can't remember the name of right now, but they were kind of like a mix between... Uh, Lincoln Park and the Deftones there was some trap music going on in there as well but there was a pit and some guy got his head cut open in there and uh, as we were leaving we see him at the first aid bit and you know me and my friend are very drunk we're walking past and a thick Scottish accent is going somebody got fucked <laughs> so you know <laughs> and I stayed on a houseboat so it was all good uh, I had a great time <laughs> well I'm glad you had a great time then I got, but uh, then I got sick. Uh, uh, like the day after I got back, uh, sitting on a bus for fourteen hours <laughs> isn't fun. So nah, it's it's shite. It really is. Mm. <laughs> so Starman, yeah, Starman, John Carpenter, Starman. We were. This is what we're here for. It's a good. Sh- it's a good yes. Shit. Uh, before we do any side quests this week, I've not really watched anything out with. Uh, no, other than um, ah, yes, actually, I do, I do. I have a couple. Yeah, you remembered why I asked the fucking question now. No, I don't, but... Because <laughs> you've watched a couple of movies. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, well, I, well, I did watch a couple when I was in Reading. I haven't watched yeah. really any since then, but... Um, oh, what the fuck? We watched... Uh, we're very behind on the times. Uh, we watched um, X and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yes, you Pearl, did. Or as Americans say, Pearl. But, um, you know... The, the, I think because I watched these movies like oh, a year or so after they came out and hearing such good shit about them, I mean I like them both. They were kind of overhyped, so yeah, they yeah, yeah. I like them both. Though. I would, I would watch them again. I would highly recommend them. Um, I'm gonna be a bit uh, <laughs> contrarian here. I actually think X is better than Pearl. That's fair. I think a lot of people would actually agree with you. I on mean that Pearl's one. good, but I wouldn't. Uh, a lot. I wouldn't call it a horror movie as such. It's more like a a really, really dark character study. It gets really fucked up, and I and I quite more like a taxi driver than a than a Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, X is definitely a Friday the Thirteenth esque movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It literally um, takes place in a fucking cabin in the woods. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a farm. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. Um, oh, there's someone I, I seen this thing online the other day, which was great. It was talking about like the this whole idea of language and how like you can say the exact same thing in so many different ways. Mm. So like if I was to invite you out to my cottage out in the forest, it would be very whimsical and lovely. Whereas if I invite you to my cabin in the woods, you're phoning the police. So, <laughs> I yeah, like whenever I say to people I was staying on a boat and they think I was just living like trash. But when I say I was living on a houseboat in a marina, yeah, I folk should. are like, oh, oh, the the lap of luxury. You know, surrounded by Tories, but uh, was a good time. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Well, we, we, we managed to avoid a lot of the coronation, like, because, uh, uh, you know, as soon as we got into Which Reading... Which is quite the feat, considering you were down south. Yeah, and as soon as we got into Reading, like, the actual town itself, we went into an Irish bar, so I guess... Oh, oh excellent choice. So, you know, they are not going to show it. They were just showing some football that was going on or whatever. But, yeah, um, fucking X and Pearl, I would, I would recommend them. I like Ty West's other movies, or what I've seen of them. I liked uh, uh, House of the Devil. Um, Great movie. Did he do... Yeah, he did. He didn't, didn't he do the sacrament? I've seen that, and I think I liked that. It was the I, fir- could, I could not tell you. It was the found footage one that's kind of based off of the whole Jim Jones cult type thing. It was, it was pretty oh, decent. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was pretty decent. Um, yeah, I like Ty West. I'm, excited, I'm interested to see what he does with the third movie in this X and Pearl trilogy. Um, yeah, it will be an interesting watch, to say the least. Yeah, Mia Goth is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's naked for most of the movie, but you know, it's quite good. <laughs> yeah. And I watched uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> Fucking amazing movie. <laughs> Fucking one of the best movies ever written. Yeah, I, I took down a selection of like fuck because the person I, I was seeing like uh, they they really like they like watching them as well, just when they're pitched like me. Uh, watching these sort of like late nineties, early two thousands high school movies, so I took a selection. And we watched 10 Things I Hate About You. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, were, we almost watched Spice World before... before no! We almost watched Spice World before she saw X. And I was like, we'll watch X! And I was like, yeah, f- fucking X. Yeah, yeah, I think you made the right decision now. What else did we watch? Cocaine Bear. Watch Cocaine Bear when I was down there. Oh, what did you make of it? It's alright. <laughs> it is what it is. It's, yeah. It's fine. I thought it was really fun. It was one of those, movie, it's one of those problems with modern movies, though, where... Um, everything's like too visually dark like you can't tell what the fuck's going on yeah I fucking hate that so yeah there's that so for like the last 20 minutes or so I'm sitting there going like I'm just going to assume what's happening yeah I'm just going to get take a fucking guess here it's also a weird one to go it's also a weird one for Ray Liotta to go out on so yeah that is a strange one isn't it although he was filming something when he died so I don't know if that's um, I don't know if that will come out though who knows? If they finished filming. I don't know. If a fucking Rust movie where Alec Baldwin killed somebody on set is coming out. <laughs> is, that, is that still coming out? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, they went back and finished it. No, man. I mean, The Crow came out after fucking... I suppose, yeah. No, that... But that happened, like... But the actual accident was, like, one of the last things they shot. They didn't need to reshoot much for that, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, it's coming out. Um, cocaine bear there's just going to be like one frame of a gunshot and then it's going to hard cut to like the next scene <laughs> it's just going to be the Team Fortress 2 sound effect when you're we couldn't afford actual well wait it's western 
road trip doesn't make sense. I was going to say, we could have four actual cop cars, so just film the cops coming. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, you know, cooking I mean, you, you, you get horse cops. So. Yeah. Cooking there, it was, it was, it was fine. Uh, out of all the, out of the two, like, big sort of memed horror movies that have come out in the last year or so, preferred Megan. Yeah, Megan was great. Megan was fun. But, you know, but we're not here to talk about those. Starman, Starman, Starman. You're desperate to talk about this movie, aren't you? I like this movie. Uh, I was very surprised. I'd never seen this before. Actually, that's a lie. I'd seen the... I'd seen... Um, There's only one bit of this movie I'd seen before this, and that was when... We'll talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, was it the transformation scene? No, it, kind of. It was when uh, he goes into the, the strands of hair. And like zooms right into the strands of hair. That's I'd an seen, awesome effect. I'd seen that bit before, yeah. and, um, and like I don't even know where. So I think it was just like a, a fucking YouTube video about eighty special effects only. But I just remember being really stoned and just being like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so, but that was my only experience of that movie. Um, but yeah, this is a massive. Yeah, I would say a massive change up for John Carpenter. Yeah, because so far all of his films have been very much like. They're cult films and they feel like cult films. Mm. This one has a much more mainstream feel to it. Yeah, it's, it's his third major studio movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thing and Christine were big studio films. Yeah. And this one, he, he pretty much said that he took this one just so um, he could kind of step out from that whole, he's the horror guy. Sort of. Yeah, and he does well with it. Like, and uh-huh. when you should mention, like, this film is critically very well received when it came out it was but yeah. it just got over but just made money and no more like I think it made a couple million and that was it like profit yeah, the budget was like 20, 20 million something like that. I think it made about 24 yeah something like that so it only just managed to make in Hollywood numbers 24 million is fuck all yeah. for a 20 budget and I think you're looking on average to double your budget minimum mm-hmm. like is what from my understanding that's kind of what you're looking for is like if you don't at least double your budget it's considered a failure yeah and like you know Jeff Bridges was nominated for Academy Award for this movie we didn't get it but but he honestly he was very rightfully nominated his performance in this as incredible yeah (laughs) as as oh fuck we kept calling her Nancy Karen Allen Karen Allen yeah kept calling her Nancy Allen when we were watching it but (laughs) <laughs> Nancy Allen is the who, who's Nancy Allen again was Nancy she in Robocop Allen's, yeah Nancy Allen's Lewis of Robocop yeah yeah but uh, Karen Allen also puts in a stellar performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yes that was a pun was it? Stella Interstellar oh, I don't know that yeah. <laughs> I don't know I haven't seen Interstellar I don't know this shit no it's just a word that means like <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. I know but yeah. Starman great movie um so I had also never seen this movie up until now. I had no recollection of it whatsoever, no experience mm-hmm. to it. All I knew going into this was that Jeff Bridges was in it. Mm-hmm. The special effects are simultaneously the best and worst part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that baby creeped me out. Uh, but Jeff Bridges was an ugly baby. <laughs> 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 I'm, really, I'm really tempted to just skip over the transformation scene now so it just sounds like you've seen a photo of Jeff Bridges as an infant and thought fuck that kid that is just horrendous I mean, uh, I'm really tempted to just give that quote no context whatsoever well, Starman's the only John Carpenter film that I, th- I don't know actually um, they'd seen Big Trouble in China but um, 
Starman is one of the few Carpenter movies that my parents had heard of and had seen. So, you know, it's, I had some limited experience with it. I'd never seen it. Mm. But, never seen it myself, but, you know, I'd heard of it. But. And yeah, it's fantastic. So we open the film with the the Voyager 2 mission being launched. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is after the this is after the opening credits because the opening credits are the same that we've come to expect from a Carpenter movie black background couple of stars a bit faster this time that's right? it mercifully so I would say but well, yeah if, uh, if it's Voyager 2 and it's entering an alien planet this might it's mean not no- this might mean nothing to you but um, it will mean nothing to me because I know you're going to talk about Star Trek hell yeah it's the fucking first movie it's the it's the origin story of V'ger <laughs> Oh, this, 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 this must be how everyone else feels when I talk about Star Wars like just fucking just, just words <laughs> washing over you man that's all when we eventually get to the Star Trek movies you'll understand no I won't hey, I refuse they explain it um, I refuse to understand anything to do with Star Trek outside of the fact that William Shatner's a prick that's it Yeah. But on the Voyager 2 thing, it's got the it's got the little gold disc with um, all the UN people and the various languages. Yeah, various messages. Dick all Kirk. basically saying the same thing of like welcome and all that. <laughs> I mean right, this is maybe this is just me and my fucking um, cautiousness. But I wouldn't send a thing showing how limited our technology is up into space in case some aliens that have a higher technology find it and are more warlike than us being like these cunts have nothing let's go fucking enslave them <laughs> there's that yeah there is that element of it <laughs> but you know that's just me <laughs> that's just you you fucking paranoid bastard <laughs> yeah there's also that whole theory that the only reason that we haven't uh, received any radio waves um, from any other species is because like uh, they're all hiding from something and we're the only ones sending them out so they're probably coming for us it's like that whole thing it's like when you're silent in the woods yeah 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 <laughs> so you know we're, we're fucked <laughs> there's also there's another theory well this is less a theory and more of a writing prompt that kind of grew legs and fucked off all across the internet mm. uh, how familiar are you with the humans are space orcs or earth is space Australia uh, yeah, I've heard the, prison, like prison planet type shit. Yeah, I've heard that. No, no, it's not like a prison planet. Basically, the idea is that we are the the cosmic equivalent of like orcs from like fucking uh, Lord of the Rings, Warhammer Forty K, that kind of shit. Mm. And that we, in that you're talking about like the warlike species that everyone avoids. Yeah, we are that mm. uh, <laughs> effectively. And the theory goes that other that the ideal if you look at other planets at least in our solar system they tend to be mostly one kind of biome so to speak mm-hmm. like mars is like a red desert others are like ice planets so on and so forth right whereas our planet is a variety of all sorts of shit going on in it which is what why it sustains life in the way that it does and it's this idea that no we are weird for living on a planet like that most other aliens just have that one thing and they are built for it but we went, nah, fuck that. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the North Pole. Why? Fuck knows. Let's see why when we get there, and just, just go off and do random shit and survive for no fucking reason. Like 
we can heal broken bones without dying and all this kind of stuff. Like we are what was known as persistence predators. Yeah, we we don't need to live on our one red rocky planet like those Martians, those red rock bitches. We can just yeah, live on. We our can fuck off whatever we like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, so you know, Voyager goes some has a message in there basically saying, "Hey, come visit if you like," and then someone does come visit and we shoot them out the fucking sky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some light being comes and gets shot like, yeah it uh, gets shot down although this is one right I will defend the actions of the US military in this movie right alright <laughs> at least in the start okay it, bear in mind we don't know how long it's been since the Voyager 2 mission launched between this creature coming to us and not right so for all we know the Voyager 2 got launched like a month ago or two, right? Well, I think it was in the 70s, but yeah. And the con- well, in the context of this film, right? It got launched like a decade ago, okay? Mm-hmm. So the vast majority of people will have forgot that it's out there. Then all of a sudden, during... In, not necessarily during the sort of waning era of the Cold War, being... Oh, the no, 80s, no, no, it was Ronald Reagan... <laughs> Oh, it was Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he, it wasn't waning. It was not waning, I forgot he, about he that. He re-escalated it. He did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So during uh, Cold War Two, Electric Boogaloo, uh, that is the Reagan administration, um, and everyone's panicking about fucking spies and commies and all this shit, right? You get an unidentified flying object that refused to answer to any kind of hailing that was attempted because it doesn't understand English, effectively or any language that you try it, you go around all of the known intelligent agencies in the world, do you let that thing land and hope that it's not a big fuck-off bomb? <laughs> <laughs> or do you shoot the fucker down? Or do you shoot the big potentially fuck-off bomb? <laughs> and let it land in an uninhabited area? I mean, it was Wisconsin, and it's not really uninhabited. Yeah, but it was a fucking, like... To be it fair, it was northern yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. There's a fuck about there. Yeah. Fuck I can say that, I've been there. I've been to Wisconsin, I don't know about northern Wisconsin, but I've been to Wisconsin. Yeah, fuck it. It's alright, you have nice, so, yeah, nice or do you, cheese. Or do you, sh- like, or run the risk that it is a fighter that's going to fucking hang, or do you blow up in the sky and hope that it's, like, and, like, be safe, basically. You blow it up in the sky and be fucking safe, like, that is fine. Yeah. Everything after that, where they're, like, chasing it down, they have proof that the thing is, that it is an alien that's, like, fucking coming here in peace and all that pish. Then, yeah, fuck that. Everything after that, is fucked but the initial decision that starts the movie fucking fair play lads like <laughs> yeah I mean yeah and this is where we're introduced to, what's his name Fox George Fox is that his name George uh, Fox <laughs> George Fox uh, George Fox not his Fox is Fox is his name yes but uh what was his first name I know? can't remember uh let me just look this up why was I looking up the space and door Did you find a space junkie? I mean, it's in Seattle, so probably. <laughs> yeah, George Fox. I was right. George, yeah. But Richard Jekyll. <laughs> Johnny. But uh, George Fox, he's a government G-man. Um, isn't he, he's like, works for the NSA, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, fucking Karen Allen's introduced. This is what I like about this movie, right? It gets in and gets out, as you say. Yeah, it gets in and gets out. There's not really any, like... If this was a, a fucking... Um, if this movie was made today, right, here's what would happen, 
Right. Okay. So in this movie, as this movie is, what uh, you're introduced to Karen Allen, uh, drinking wine and watching home videotapes of her and her dead husband Jeff Bridges. There's no fucking lines of dialogue to say he's dead at this point. That is a little later on in the film. Yeah, later on, but not at this point. Uh, you just kind of pick up for context clues. She's upset. <laughs> he's not around. And, uh, you know, she's like, that tonight. And there's a lock of hair there and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you kind of get the context of, uh, uh, you know, he's dead, right? If this movie was made today... There would be a, there would there be would a sassy be, best I'll, friend. I'll, I'll, yes, I'll tell you exactly how it will happen, right? You'll get, you'll get the same scene of her watching the fucking home video, right? Yeah. Then it'll cut to the next day where she's going about her job and then or going to a cafe and her friend will be there like, gee, you haven't been the same since Scott died and then it'll cut away to the fucking ship still flying through space. Then it'll cut again to her sitting in her living room again watching the thing. It's like, oh, oh, so she's watching these movies. But why though? We have to be told why. Yeah. We wouldn't. That was how it would be done today. Not in this movie. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's he's it. dead. <laughs> you figure it out by yourself. Then the ship crashes. Boom. That's your plot. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And then also, if this was all done today. You'd have like at least like a um, a half hour for anything actually happens. Yeah. Have, yeah. Like yeah. if this was like done by I don't know Roland Emmerich or something, you'd have like all these because you hear um, you know guys you hear some military guys going like we've asked around nobody knows where this is you would see that you would see them asking around yeah you would, <laughs> you would get the little text on the screen like uh, like you know that appears on the screen like the little blips you know like yeah, yeah going yeah. like Moscow or yeah. Washington DC NORAD but no you don't yeah. get that yeah fucking yeah this movie great gets in gets out she's upset gets pissed <laughs> goes to bed yeah <laughs> Alien crash lands, Starman crash lands. Yes, this luminescent being, or luminous even. Yeah, and the fucking pyro guy showed up that day. Oh fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> oh my god, that explosion <laughs> is brilliant, man. Mm. It's such a good practical explosion. It was good shit. Yeah. yeah. No pyro, no party. No pyro, no. And he stopped. My downstairs neighbours used to sing as No Cocaine, No Party. <laughs> That's the one thing I didn't like about them. They never shared. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So you know, he uh, this light being is flying across the lake, mm. finds the house, goes in, is kind of exploring the place, and yeah. turns on the the thing, yeah, kind of projector. Here's a question: Do you know anything about projectors? No, not that thing. Because uh, I was going to ask, how the fuck do they get sound out of that shit? Ah, oh, right, well, essentially... The if, it's way too, that, if it's too long to go into, don't well, bother. But, uh, right, basically, the way that it works is I have no fucking idea. Mm. Succinct. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is where we get that uh, special effects show I was talking about where you, uh, the Starman finds... Uh, the, we should mention the Starman's just literally a, a ball of light at this point. Yeah, effectively, just a ball of blue light. Yeah, and we get a POV shot, so it's kind of like the Halloween shot, but less ominous <laughs> and more glowy <laughs> yeah. um, flipping through full books fine strands of who we learn to be Scott's hair yeah and he fucking just flies into it yeah and from the strand of hair begins to become Scott we first and this is when this film lost me a little bit uh, because we see little, little baby on the ground and it's a fucking ugly baby <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh my god 
It is terrifying. And it's like, oh, fucking, I would put it up there with, like, the train spotting baby. Like, it's fucking just, oh, man. And this whole... Uh, Fucked up. Yeah, and then the... <laughs> Did you notice that when it's actually, like, a eight-year-old boy who's just got Jeff Bridges' head on it? Yeah, that was a bit that freaked me out as well. <laughs> it continues to grow. And it kind of gave me vibes of... Um, I mean, it's nothing like it, but it gave me vibes of it. The fucking American Werewolf in London. Same, so, same, yeah. same, yeah. It's shot in a very similar way. And fucking uh, Karen Allen, we don't know her character's name yet, but Karen Allen... She's very... I mean, she wakes up during it and goes into the living room to investigate. She's kind of calm. <laughs> for seeing some glowing baby on the floor that grows into a slowly child. growing into not just a slowly growing into a child who then grows into a teenager who then grows into her deep husband <laughs> I will say though that when the face like kind of grows it's kind of shite but you know it's fine the full thing is messed up man like I just <laughs> don't I don't like it it's uncanny valley to the nth degree it's just it's just Fucking fried, man. The foo thing. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, she throws um, a gun on him. She does. <laughs> <laughs> she she throws a fucking gun on him. She's fucking strapped. Yeah. Oh, one. Right. At one point when I was watching this movie, right uh, later on when she has the gun, um, I was sitting there and I was like, Jesus Christ, I hate to find me a fucking bitch with fucking mum jeans and a handgun. <laughs> That is pretty hot. How can you... How can I what, Ben? You're... Right. I, I know you in real life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're here. Yes. Right? You are a very forward-thinking, progressive person. Yes, but I like guns that go boom-boom. No. <laughs> not the point I was making. <laughs> right. <laughs> For you to go from there to say, I need me a bitch with... <laughs> <laughs> Mom jeans and a handgun. I need me a woman. <laughs> a fine young woman. I need me an independent woman with mom jeans and a handgun. Why the handgun? There was just something hot about it. I don't know what it was. Especially those acid washed mom jeans. Fuck yeah. You are you are half American. This is true. <laughs> Could that be I don't know. I mean, the, the American side coming out that when you see a woman wielding, I think it's an M nineteen eleven. I'm not sure though. Probably, I don't know. and it is set kind of in the Midwest, and half of my relatives there are in the Midwest. <laughs> but no, Karen Allen seems very uh, calm at this point, seeing a fucking weird. Oh, we're just moving on from that statement earlier of fucking apparently mum jeans a handgun is your new fucking kink. Yeah, right. I would drive her to a truck stop bathroom. <laughs> it's also like the nicest truck stop bathroom I've ever seen. It is actually, yeah, that's that comes later in the movie. <laughs> uh, and I want it enough, so does she. Uh, so anyway, we'll fucking move on. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, <laughs> to, so we're talking, so... She's very calm seeing this fucking eldritch nightmare in front of her. Until <laughs> he turns around and she's like, oh fuck. Until she sees his face and then she's like, oh shit, I should probably be worried about this. Goes, grabs the gun and then fucking comes back. But she faints when she sees him. No, no, no. No? no he goes, grabs the gun, comes back. He knocks her the fuck out. He doesn't knock her out. 
She yeah, walks he does like some alien shit and she gets knocked out. No, he just she just faints after he uh, starts uh, after he starts talking in Chinese and then in Russian and he eventually speaks English. Before I he thought he was doing some mad alien shit to no, knock her out. No, he just speaks Chinese and Russian and he speaks English with a German accent and she just does that prayer for like a fucking faints. So yeah, she says the Lord's prayer. Yeah, um, doesn't he say like his name or something? I can't. Remember. But she, yeah, she just faints, sits in a box. But then um, we're also introduced to, uh, what's his name, the, uh, the scientist man from SETI. Uh, I thought that was fucking George. No, George is the, George Fox is the one that's like, uh, he's, he's, he's the mean one. <laughs> well, he's the bad guy. Yeah. So Charles Martin Smith is Mark Sherman, who... I'd previously seen him in The Untouchables. He's also a film director. He mm-hmm. directed the first film in one of the the biggest uh, movie franchises of all time, Airbud. He did. You right? This is. Uh, we need to start filming this shit because the fucking shit eating <laughs> grin on your face when you said. Air, but like before you even said it, you looked me dead in the eyes, and I knew what was coming. I fucking knew it. I could see the mischief behind. You didn't know he directed Airbud. No, but I knew it was going to be something fucking stupid. I knew (laughs) something, something stupid was going to pass those fucking lips of yours, Mm -hmm. and you hit me with Airbud. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I hate it because Airbud is a cinematic masterpiece, and it does not deserve to be ridiculed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's one of the biggest franchises of all time. Fuck exactly. your Star Wars, fuck your Lord of the Rings, fuck your MCU's Airbud. The Airbud cinematic universe is filled with pure red hot American storytelling. That it is wonderful. Probably, that dog's probably dead now. Dog's got a purple heart. <laughs> That's what killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that dog should receive a Congressional Medal of Honor. That dog died from taking too many performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> the fucking kibble <laughs> how the fuck was I able to dunk like that drugs yeah no nah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this guy's pretty cool Tons Airbud was Airbud gets caught up in a doping scandal the next movie is a fucking courtroom drama <laughs> Michael Jordan had him how do you how do you plead <laughs> Michael Jordan had him assassinated <laughs> He kept chewing up the prototype shoes. <laughs> so Michael Jordan was like, fuck you. He sent him to Aaron Hernandez. Air is actually a prequel to Air Bud. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. He sent him to Aaron Hernandez. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know about him. <laughs> we heard about that shit. Oh, oh no. Uh, no, Charles Mark Smith. <laughs> this guy. Pretty, this character pretty cool. He's uh yeah, he's 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 our nerd for the he's our nerd for this uh, this film. He's pretty chill. He's, he just wants to see an alien <laughs> and smoke cigars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, have you ever smoked a cigar? Never in my life. Mm, I haven't either. Charles Martin Smith is uh, Mark Sherman, cool character, and uh, we're kind of jumping back and forth, but whatever. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, Karen Allen wakes up. <laughs> sees uh, she's Jeff Bridges outside I'm assuming for this shot right he was held upside down yeah because his hair's all fucking sticky yeah, up just goes, either that or he had a fuck ton of hairspray 
<laughs> but he looks like he's upside down. Like he does because his face, yeah, his face is kind of flushed. So, with this alien light making everything go up, does his dick go up too? Does his dick flop up? What I'm asking is, is Scott well hung? <laughs> but yeah so she freaks out a little bit more gets her clothes on although I do have to wonder what her plan was because she stuck her boots on before she stuck her jeans on yeah I noticed that too <laughs> she, like, she like pulls on her boots and then grabs her jeans and bolts out the door <laughs> yeah I don't know I did think it was fucking uh, funny though when like you know, she's just looking around to see if he's gone she turns around he's right there she bumps into him so she screams and he's like yeah, and he, he imitates the scream, but it's like dead, dead expression. <laughs> that was pretty funny, yeah. Then they're in the car, and he's wearing clothes at this point when they're in the car, so did he just go back in there and was like, I need these, or did she... Uh... I think he went full-blown, like, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> but he's, uh, you know, pulling up this map of, oh, this is how you know, like... There's going to be a special effects shot. Did you notice, like, when you see them in the car, it's all green screened in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to prepare for the special effects shot. We get the, the map of America. Oh, I need to go here. And then, because he's a dumb alien, because he's a dumb alien, she says they need to go to Arizona, maybe. So it's called Arizona, maybe. Yeah, he thinks Arizona's full title is Arizona, maybe. Which mm. is, yeah. And then they, he also has her gun at this point. So he does, yes. So then they begin their journey to go to Arizona because he needs to be there at the crater in three days, or else he gets left behind and he'll die. And dies. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a sci-fi road trip movie. Yeah. Fucking class. Where's the first place they go? Is it just the Texas? They're on the road for a bit. No, 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 they, they, they stop off at the actual petrol station. Yeah, they stop off at the petrol station, yeah. I guess. But before they do that, uh, she tries to play chicken with some cunt to get <laughs> their attention. Manages to do after so, tells them they're getting kidnapped. After he starts singing the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was this movie before Rolling Stones songs became like ridiculously expensive to like fucking license for a movie? I assume so. Yeah, because it's used a couple of times. Um... What was it? Can't get no satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> please uh, check in with a guy. Yeah, please check in with a guy, with a guy in a big fuck off lorry. He's ready to crack heads. Oh yeah, <laughs> he comes out with a fucking tire iron. He doesn't care who's driving that car. He's gonna smash. Yeah, he is gonna fucking split some skulls. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's he's ready to go full Mad Max at the drop of a hat. Like he's really, like, like the second he hears even something remotely fucked up is gonna happen in the United States, you know for a fact he's getting the fucking tire iron in one hand and a pistol in the other. Like Just he's, the lug wrench. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Jeff Bridges is kind of like greetings. He's like, if you don't let her go, I'll show you greetings. Yeah. Makes no fucking sense, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he takes out one of his uh, blue balls. They're grey. They glow blue though. But they're grey. They're like silvery metal. Hmm. But apparently these give them powers. I don't really know how it works. I think they're like weaponry. Hmm. Yeah. It's like a self-defense thing. But you can, yeah, you can do a lot of things with them. But yeah. He can heal himself with them. Yeah, he does, and he heals them. So I think it's like I think they're basically like the equivalent of like a fucking, uh, oh, like a scout pack, basically. Mm. For like going out and fucking uh, what's it reconnaissance? That's it. It's basically like a reconnaissance pack for like what he would need. 
for going to check out another planet. <laughs> so they can be weaponry, they can be like medicine for performing like on the field healing and shit. It's like an alien uh, Swiss army knife. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I was going to say alien flexio, but I was sitting there like, I don't think flexio could be used as a weapon. I think it could. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But... You could flexio someone's mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of somebody flexio with somebody's asshole. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God, no. It was me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I haven't shit for days. <laughs> Fell swift. Help me. <laughs> no, he fucking, fucking turns this... Um, this is some X-Files shit. This is like something you would have seen in an episode of the X-Files where like, you know, he uses one of those silverly, silver, silver gray balls, whatever. And like uh, yeah, he he heats up the he's up the guy's lug wrench. So much so the fucking sets on fire. Yeah, and then the tree behind him blows up. <laughs> Why, Why did that happen? <laughs> he's just firing a heat beam at it. But like, <coughs> I'm assuming so. I'm assuming it's like a laser kind of thing that he's firing at the. Yeah, but if that's the case, why did his van or the guy blow up? Because I'm assuming it's like an actual laser, so it's like. Specific, maybe I don't know. <laughs> this guy's this guy just does what everybody should do in these sort of movies. He's get out of there. Yeah, he just runs the fuck away. Like he's, <laughs> this guy can blow up trees with his mind. I'm gone. Like, yeah, well, he probably can't fucking use that hand anymore. Yeah, the skin's probably all fucked. <laughs> he come through, burnt through to the tendons and shit. Yeah, yeah, he won't be able to move that hand anymore. He's gonna have a claw hand for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making the claw hand? We don't record this. We don't film this. They can't see that shit. A claw. No. Well, yeah. Uh, should... Is it this so point? the petrol station. Yeah, the gas station. Right. So, Americans, right, they call their petrol gas, even though it's a liquid, right? Two different fucking states of matter, right? I know it's short for gasoline. Don't come at me, I know. But it's got to be confusing to an alien. Who doesn't understand the basic concept of it anyway? Yeah. Well, it is. We see that it is. He doesn't understand it. Well, he doesn't understand why he needs it. But I don't think he really gets into the whole concept of gas isn't a liquid. Yeah. But this liquid is gas. I don't think he really gets into that. But yeah, um, I thought there was going to be... So we're, this is where we learn that he he's trying to learn human customs. So like, there's a guy that works at the, the gas station who... Uh, you know, he puts his, uh, as a customer's driving away, he puts his thumb up, he's like, oh, take it easy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then he learns it, right? And he goes, oh, take it easy. Oh. Karen Allen goes to the bathroom. Uh, he follows her in, and is then probably given an explanation on how bathrooms work. Oh, but she also takes a pen so she can... So she can write a, yeah, a, like, sort of help <laughs> me. Yeah, help me note. But, like, this is what I'm talking about when uh, he's learning things. So there's a guy that walks up to... Uh, He's waiting outside the bathroom with Karen Allen, and this guy uh, starts up a conversation with him, just kind of like, oh, you wait on your... Yeah, wait on for a while, huh? And he says gas, and he's like, oh, I'm going to be the same myself. And then well, he goes I know how she feels. Karen Allen's just farting up a storm in yeah. there. Yeah, I know how she feels. And then he goes in and takes a piss. <laughs> he shits from his dick. Clearly. <laughs> 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 like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and then, and then um, you know, 
Starman goes in there. Scott goes in there. Do we call him Scott? Do we call him Scott? Starman. We call him Scott. Yeah, Scott goes in there, and this is what I was thinking would happen because like uh, he says like take it easy. The guy thinks he's coming on to him because you know 1980s gay panic, and uh, you know he gives him the finger and says up yours, right? right. I thought where I thought this was going yeah. was he was going to go back to the car where the guy is pumping the car full of gas. He would say like oh take it easy and he'll go up yours. Yeah. I thought that was that's where that was going to go. Doesn't go there. So did that, but I was I was thankful it didn't go there. Because that kind of humour just doesn't really do it for me, I'll be honest. I don't know, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I thought it was going to go, but no, it's no, more it mature. Does come, it does come back in a much better, <laughs> good way later on. Mm. Where uh, after he gets the shit kicked out of him by some hunters, he, <laughs> he just goes, up oh, yours, <laughs> as he's driving away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is where we discover Karen Allen's been a, uh, or Jenny, uh, what's her name, Jenny, uh, seen this movie twice Jenny from the block (laughs) (laughs) Jenny Hayden that was close I was going to say I've seen this movie twice and he calls her by a full name the full fucking time I don't remember that but um, yeah Jenny's been uh, writing kidnapped yeah yeah and trying to get people's attention because she has been kidnapped by an alien yeah and then uh, you know do you not know, do you not think like when so when he's walking into the women's bathroom he's kind of having a look around do you not think uh, when he's walking around like that he kind of has like bird like motion to him a little bit birdy yeah. yeah 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 sees the kidnap thing takes it he leaves it originally but he takes it <laughs> they're just driving and he says kidnapped <laughs> what is that what is what kidnapped is <laughs> so you know. Yeah, they have the she slams brakes. Did you notice he fucking smashes his fucking face. Yeah, yeah, right into the dash. Yeah, smashes his face into the dashboard, and uh, she explains that you know, I'm scared of this situation that's happening. You have a gun, and he unload. He points the gun at her face. Yeah, <laughs> and then ejects the magazine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know harm, but I'm gonna scare you a little bit. I mean, you no harm, but that shit's funny. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole bit where he's like, where he's having to be explained what a little bit jumpy means, so he's got more hand motions to do. Yeah. A little bit. And you know, at this point, they're on good terms. Yes. Slightly, I guess. He like he takes over the driving steering wheel, whatever, and. Uh, yeah. Oh, and th- this is when we get a nice little callback to earlier where she saw a yellow light and sped through it because she was panicking and she was wanting to get someone to help as soon as possible so he then says he said he then sees a red light and fucking bombs it through a junction a and causes a crash <laughs> and she's like no what the fuck I've been watching you very closely yeah. green light means go Michael Myers, red light yeah. means stop yellow light means go really fast <laughs> and it's just like I'm gonna be honest I, that scene got a big laugh out of me mm. cause like fucking so many cunts in the road must think that's true because the amount of times I've nearly been fucking ran over trying to cross the bastard on the road <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah. but that's how Michael Myers learned F- fuck that <laughs> but um uh, all throughout this movie though there's uh, we're not really going to talk about because nothing really happens between these guys but uh, it's very much a character study and they yeah. kind of just it's a lot of them kind of talking oh, it's not back them, and it's forth not, it's not even them I was going to mention it was the fucking scientist guys 
Like they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're all just kind of chasing them. Yeah, they all just kind of get their their information secondhand after it happens. They don't really there isn't they don't really like go after them. Well, they do at the end, but they don't really go after them all guns blazing. Yeah, um, it's mostly just. Uh, it's, there isn't like it's mostly just them kind of catching up on the events of the movie as we are seeing them. Yeah, the it's mostly just it's mostly just Charles Martin Smith just basically like following them. Expositing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but while I was talking about, it, there isn't any exposition like at the start. There is one scene which we'll get to. Actually, I'm just talking about it right now. Uh, not the full scene, just the exposition bit where um, it's after the the huge car crash explosion, right? And uh, he's sitting there on the police radio. There's a car crash explosion. Yeah, after she gets shot. Oh yeah. Yeah, so um, he's on the he's on the police radio and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna they're setting up a roadblock down in Colorado. I'm gonna be there." And it, you don't even hear the other side of the conversation. Yeah. It's just him doing exposition. That's the only bit of bit that I was like, "Oh, that's a bit clunky," but you know, it's very streamlined. This movie It's very economic. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Uh, yeah. So there's more shenanigans. They're on the road. They stop off at. Uh, Wait, she has to explain what hunger is um, after he sings Frank Sinatra. He's singing a... Uh, yeah, he sings New York, New York. <laughs> Hell yeah. Start spreading the news. Jeff Bridges is a pretty good singer. He is, yeah. Uh, and also not the first film I've seen with him doing uh, a bit of Frank Sinatra. What's the other one? You're going to hate me for saying it. Right. It's the Fisher King. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we won't explain that. Uh, but uh, no, no, we we can explain that. There was a mutual friend of ours who found the Fisher King and fell in love with the movie, and for like a month, all he could talk about was the Fisher King and telling people to watch the Fisher King. Well, so it's the Fisher King. Yeah, and so it became a meme in our friend group. <laughs> uh, anytime someone wanted to recommend something or talk about something, you would just instantly hit it with the "Oh, you want to watch the fucking Fisher King?" and the. <laughs> You know, I still haven't seen The Fisher King. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just because of that. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a great movie. <laughs> is. Is it Terry Gilliam? Yeah, it's yeah. Terry Gilliam. I like, his, I like his stuff, but I just haven't watched that movie. And, uh, yeah, Robin Williams plays one of the main characters alongside Jeff Bridges. Mm. And it's really good. It's I mean, really I've, I've good watched movie. the trailer for it. It looks pretty fun. But, you know, yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> just because of that one bit. <laughs> that one fucking month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Doesn't uh, Jeff Bridges sing in that fucking uh, Crazy Heart movie? I've Where not he? seen it. Uh, he's playing like a country guy. I've not seen it, so I couldn't tell you. I'm pretty sure he's released like actual music albums. I'm fairly certain. Didn't you say he'd done an ASMR he album? He did do an ASMR album. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's done actual like musical albums. I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I mean, he's singing at the start as well when, with... Um, uh, you know, it's supposed to be him and his wife singing, him and Karen Allen singing. Yeah, yeah, that's like a th- in one of the videos, yeah. Yeah, apparently in the actual soundtrack when they released it, they released that version of the song as well. Oh, cool. So, I guess it worked out for them. Um, yeah, so they stop off at a second sort of uh, truck stop. This one has a bus station and a cafe in it. I've been in it's a quite few... a nice bus stop, I'll be honest. Yeah, what, scenery-wise or like, hmm? scenery-wise? Just the place in general. Yeah, that's what I mean, scenery wise. Yeah. You go to the mountains. Like, the people that are there are cunts, but like. Well, there's that one guy who's a cunt. Well, and all his pals. Yeah, the, the waitress is nice. The waitress is lovely. <laughs> I love the waitress. This, uh, this hunter guy. He's, yeah, this, you see. Um, this hunter with, see, a, with a deer. Or is it a doe? It's a deer. It's not an antlers. Same thing. A doe's just a female deer. 
stole a deer, a female deer. So what's a ray then? A drop of golden sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's the, that's the only part of that song I know. <laughs> Me. Oh, I name I call myself. Far. A long, long way to run. Yeah, <laughs> you don't fucking know. I remember that fucking Skoda advert where they're. I don't know, that was a different song, wasn't it? What? Do you not remember that Skoda advert where it's like they're making like a car of like pieces of cake and shit? And it's like. Yeah, it's favorite like, things. Yeah. I always yeah. wondered if they actually. Need little that. packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Uh, you'll never look at fucking Sound of Music again after you see Julie Andrews' tits, will you? <laughs> I, I, I don't uh, wait what I don't remember what movie it was what the fuck I don't remember what movie it was I just remember a friend being like what if Julie Andrews ever been naked in a movie and she looked it up and yeah she has been what the fuck she got tits out and this was after like Sound of Music and Mary Poppins so she's like 40 odd why why do you know that I didn't look it up she did <laughs> fuck you and fuck your friend I didn't look it up <laughs> I don't care you told me about it <laughs> I didn't look it up I had it forced upon me <laughs> So you've decided to do the same to me? Yes. The uh, cycle of abuse continues. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the one to break the cycle. <laughs> Fuck that, I'm telling Tool, my sister. Tool's prison sex just starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, I'm telling my sister that Julie Andrews gets up to show the movie. Or you can show her the movie and just not tell her. And then <laughs> I feel like that's worse. <laughs> I feel like that's actually a crime. <laughs> I don't know what crime, but I feel like it's a crime. Oh, it probably is. I don't know. Yeah. But no, like, uh, there's, yeah, Hunter has its deer on a car. I've never seen a deer on a fucking station wagon like that before. I've seen deer on truck, on a truck, like a pickup truck. Yeah. But I've never seen it on a fucking station wagon before or wherever the so? fuck that car is. It's just very odd to me. Yeah. Um, this uh, hunter guy it's played like a by reasonably play, priced sedan with a deer on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> this guy's just going to his suburban house. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> just imagine a deer tied to the front of a fucking Fiat Pinto. Walks on courses. No, no, no! A micro, a fucking this. <laughs> well, imagine a dead deer on the top of like a smart car. <laughs> if you drive right it looks like the deal's still running <laughs> oh, my, uncle, yeah. my uncle's got a smart car and I always find that hilarious but, you know. but uh, yeah this uh, this hunter guy played by Ted White he is uh, Jason in Friday the 13th what? part 4 uh, my personal favourite Jason hmm. I'll be honest with you yeah, I really like he's up there. Jason. He's up there. The only thing, the only thing I don't like about his Jason, and it can't really be helped because mm-hmm. of how old the guy was when he played him. But when Jason runs, you can just sit there and be like, "That's an old guy." Yeah, but also at this point, Jason has been strangled That's and fair. taken an axe to the face. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, also been dropped out of the top, or dropped out the top of a barn. I really like the guy. That and plays. like, yeah. Like and how did they get defeated in the in the second one? Second, um, I can't remember actually. I think they just I think they just beat the shit out of them while wearing his mum's clothes. <laughs> Maybe doesn't she take like a doesn't she stab him a few times or a pickaxe or something? She does, yeah, yeah. She stabs him. Oh, whatever. But no, I, I think my favorite Jason is actually the one from uh, Jason Lives, and it's not um, Part Six. Yeah. Um, 
Snow came out or I can't remember yeah, the guy's nah, name. He, he came on board at part seven. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, but I thought that Jason was pretty cool. But um, that was a really good Jason. That was a pissed off Jason. Mm-hmm. Also, re- also a uh, remake Jason's pretty good. I like him. Oh yeah, he's fucking class. You know he for he, <laughs> uh, they filmed in like an actual like disused uh, like campsite, right? And just mm-hmm. down the road from the filming location, there was an active campsite. <laughs> so the guy that played Jason was a bit of a prankster and he used to go to the actual campsite and just like fuck with the counsellors yeah. and just like like hide behind the tent and then just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad actually grew up where they filmed in the same area where they filmed the first Friday the 13th nice that's where he grew up in the Catskills but you know yeah. I've been up there as well it's really nice <laughs> Yeah, Ted White. It's, it's Ted White. It's, it's Jason. <laughs> Friday the 13th. We just kind of carried on from there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I always thought um, Ted White is this is kind of funny. I mean, it's not supposed to be, but uh, I always thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it's weirdly funny. <laughs> the way that he kind of talks in it is fucking funny. I don't know why. Where are you, a bleeding heart? <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's not from around. He, he doesn't understand. He's not from around here. Oh, you don't speak English. Oh, you don't though. speak English, do you? And then he like, rubs his cheek and slaps him a couple times. Like, <laughs> I've met folk like that. Yeah. <laughs> Over there. They're interesting. But uh, um, I was actually looking at this. Um, I was actually looking at this uh, fucking truck stop. And like, I haven't stopped at that one. Because I'm, I'm assuming that they're supposed to be, just from what they said, I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But they're they're supposed to be in Texas at this point. I think things. they are. I'm not entirely sure. But or like close to it. Yeah, or one of those western states. The furthest west I've been is... Uh, whoa. California? No, no. Oh, Jesus, no, that's on the west coast. Um, no, the furthest west I've been... I thought you'd been in California. No. Alice has. That's where I'm, yeah. Um... No, the furthest west I've been is like the Midwest, so I've been, I don't know which is more west, <laughs> I've been to uh, Minneapolis, and I've been to Minnesota, I've been to uh, Illinois, and I've been to Wisconsin, and I I've think passed. Illinois might be more west, and so what we do is we get these hunters and they start acting like kind of dicks a little no, bit. No, well, yeah, but they're in the, the restaurant first, they have a meal. No, 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 they start acting like dicks a little bit, and then they go into the restaurant to have a meal, and we have a lovely week. The exchange where uh, the I just typed in the Midwest into Wikipedia, right? Yeah. The first thing that comes up is the Aryan Republic Army. <laughs> America! America! <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck, man? You typed in the Midwest and you've got racism. Okay, yeah, so you're redirected from the West Mr. the the Midwestern bank robbers. I know, but it's just like the Midwest Aryan Republic Army. Yeah. It's like ah those fucking Illinois Nazis. Oh, <laughs> oh fucking yeah <laughs> I hate Illinois Nazis. Speaking of Dan Aykroyd, he's gonna be on Saturday Kitchen next letter. Oh, is he? Yeah. I'll watch that. That man's insane. He's probably autistic, by the way. Oh, yeah. Did I hear about that? Oh, yeah. That's like 100% sure. The man's on the spectrum. All right. So, furthest west I have been is South Dakota. But they discuss what a honeymoon is. I actually learned... Well, I don't know how true this is. Hmm? But when I was in Whitby a 
couple of years ago now. Um, we were up at the old old Whitby Abbey, right? And they were giving out free samples of mead, like okay. honey mead, because they make it there. And it was very nice. And they were saying something. To be fair, it was, it was a while ago, and I wasn't really paying attention because I was quite drunk. But they they had said because um, you were drinking mead. Yes, but they had said something like honeymoon might come from. Uh, it was apparently a, a tradition back in like the Viking days to like give out like tons of mead to like newly married couples. Oh shit! So honey, I, I I think it had something to do with that. I remember being honeymoons like, yeah. on your wedding night. You would get rat tossed on mead, and then yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but you know. Whatever, but yeah, she's explaining what her what her honeymoon. Well, she's explaining that that folks take her honeymoon and he's like, "Whoa, what is love?" And she tries to give this whole explanation you know, of it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe don't hurt me. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> that's a shit movie, by the way. Um, the fucking uh, what movie? Oh, what's it called? Night at the Roxy. Yeah, but that section though is fucking class. Be mean to hell with all those GMAT videos. Yeah, yeah. but um. She tries to explain what love is. Very touching. <laughs> then she says shit. So, <laughs> and, I, and when you started laughing, that I was is funny. funny yeah. uh, I, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, "That's quite nice." But then uh, he leans in, define shit. Yeah, that got me. I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 that got me as well. I was just thinking, it's just. Uh, oh. Don't say that word. Is that a nice word? And then the waitress comes over and just, he just looks up. What's the first thing he says? Shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, she's just like. He, he's he's just learning English. It's okay. And her response fucking killed me. He's got a he's got a hell of a good start. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking great. I love it. He keeps on trying to eat this Dutch apple pie, which is apparently terrific. Um, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I mean, she's trying to explain why you need to eat your food first before dessert. She can't really do it, so he just eats the fucking pie, and he looks like he's fucking jizzing in his pants. I mean, don't you when you have a fantastic pie? This is true. Although I have noticed that over here, I say noticed, I, I get what you're getting at. <laughs> I'm trying to go all 2001 era of the rock on me over here, but you know. No, I was know. actually thinking of American pie, but there we go. You're the pie fucker over there, Yeah. But, um. Oh, fucking. James Silent Bob. They keep calling him the pie fucker. <laughs> the pie I fucker. I haven't seen that in years. The only pie I really remember that is um, I am the clit commander. Yeah. <laughs> I command the clit and the fucking bit where they're. Well, Federal's great in that movie. Yeah, they're they're walking about with the fucking ape and he's like, <laughs> two men and their adopted son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that shit was. Um, I haven't seen a Kevin Smith movie in years. Me neither. But uh, you know, Dutch oh, and pie. I, tell lie. I watched Tusk. I watched Tusk fairly recently. How was it? Eh. Hmm. Apparently he's making a sequel to it. But uh, Dutch apple pie though, I've had it. Very nice. I will say one thing thing about living in the UK. Whenever an enemy says pie, right? uh, Usually we mean like a meat pie. Yeah. um, We don't mean like a... Like a pastry pie like that. Like a a a dessert pie. pie. I mean... We do have them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's not like the standard pie. We're yeah. talking like a steak pie or a killy pie. Sorry, a Kilmarnock pie. Fucking killy pies, mate. They're great. Call the fucking killy pie. <laughs> Go over yourself, you cunt. I love killy. Who keeps on calling it Kilmarnock pie? The company. 
pretty sure it says Killy Pie on the box, no? No, it says Kilmarnock Pie because Kilmarnock football team basically came in and said, like, yeah. What makes it. We are Kelly. <laughs> Sorry to derail this movie, but you're going to have to indulge in a bit of Scottish uh, culture here. What, <laughs> what actually makes a Killy Pie different than just a fucking steak and gravy pie? Seasoning. Different Is seasoning. Is that it? And the pastry's slightly different as well, yeah. They are good, though. Oh, they're shit hot. They are good. I always get them whenever I go into... Um... They're also specifically made by Brownings. If it's not made by Brownings, it's just a steak pie. If it's Brownings, it's a Kelly pie. See, they sell them in Aldi's. Yes. <laughs> and Lidl's, I think. But um, whenever I actually they're go... They're the same with... shop, just different fonts. Just because they're both German, you're racist. <laughs> Fuck you! I know there actually is two versions. They have the same cover scheme. Do you know there actually is two versions of Aldi's, though? Really? Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know which version we have, but in Germany there's two versions of it because Aldi's was founded by two brothers. They had a falling out, <laughs> so one has like one Aldi's which has a col- which has our color scheme that we have. Then the other runs a different set of Aldi's that has a different color scheme. Ah, mad. <laughs> don't know if they ever reconciled. I don't care, but, <laughs> but you know, Kelly pies. Kelly pies are good. I I always get them whenever I go to East Ayrshire. Uh, which isn't very often. <laughs> you can get them anywhere. I know, I usually get them in Aldi's, but I make a point if I'm in East Irish or somewhere, I was like, I'm going to get one. Because they're fresh. Especially from the actual bakery. True. Yeah. So like, uh, well, there's the Brownings in uh, Arvin Town Centre, you can get them out of there, and they are mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah, yeah. I tend to get it for, the only time I'm ever in, in East Irish is when I go back in time to Stewarton. Because <laughs> that town hasn't left the 70s. Yeah, it's great. Especially the bakers. Have you ever have you been in Browning's bakeries in Stuarton recently? That is fucking mad. Oh man, it? It is back in time. See when I went, see the last time I was in there, it was like three months ago maybe. Yeah. Uh, I went in and the woman had actually just said, "Oh, we've just got to do, we just got a card machine." They had just got a fucking card machine. When was this? Three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. And I actually bought several Killy Pies because I bought a couple of them at Aldi's there, but then I was like, oh, I want a warm one. <laughs> so I went to the bakery. You could have just put the one you had in the oven. But I wanted a warm one. No. Only fucking Veruca Salt. <laughs> but no, uh, Stuart and Killy Pies, fucking great. If, you're ever, if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> fuck you. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> How to alienate an audience in one simple step. <laughs> If you don't know about this one super niche fucking like culinary experience that is unique to a small fucking town in bumfuck Scotland, then fuck you. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. By the way, I had food in. Uh, sorry to derail the conversation again, but you, you know, you'll be listening to this. I had a uh, when I was going to Reading, we stopped off at the London Victoria bus station, right? And I was hungry as fuck. I hadn't eaten anything since I woke up that morning. It was like ooh, 10 o'clock at night at that point. Shit. So I go into, essentially it's just like a little shop, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy was selling like pastries and that. But they're all like Mediterranean, Middle Eastern type pastries. So I bought, oh, nice. so I bought a fucking lamb roll. When I say roll, it, was like, it looked like a fucking potato croquette, you know? Potato tot, you know? Yeah, it yeah. was huge. Thought I might die though because uh, he asked me if he want if uh, if I wanted to heat it up. So I said yeah. So he heated it up, put it in a paper bag. The amount of grease that was coming off that made the paper bag translucent. Oh god! And I'm eating this thing going like I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
tasted fucking great though. See when I went back there? See when I went back uh, on the way back? It's like, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning. Went and got one. <laughs> I should, by all rights, I should be dead. But I had a great time. I mean, I don't think, I, I do believe that that is true, but I don't think it was the food that done it. Like, <laughs> uh, maybe. Guy on that bus was offering me drugs. <laughs> was it the driver? <laughs> no, it was, somebody that, it was somebody that got on at Birmingham. <laughs> oh, no shit then. <laughs> and you're surprised, fucking why? And then the bus stopped at Manchester for a bit, and then he was, uh, and you know, bus stopped everywhere like for about 20 minutes. So if anybody needed like a snack or whatever, they could go buy yeah, one. A comfort break, basically. Aye, so, the, so he came up to me like, on the bus at Manchester Airport, and he's kind of like, do you want anything, mate? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I got all the good shit, bro. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm on a bus. <laughs> I don't want anything. I'm fine. It's fine. Go. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also hungover. Just <laughs> leave. What you're going to do is the opposite. <laughs> But no, so Dutch apple pie is terrific. It's fantastic. I, I That's how it. this conversation started. Holy fuck! Yeah, I fucking love Dutch apple pie. I like apple pie. It's like one of the. F- I was I gonna like say one of the few like sweet pies I like, but I like quite a lot of them. Uh, I do like an apple turnover. An apple turnover is really mm. good. See when it's done just right with like a little bit of icing on the top of it. It's do you like a crumble? I do like a crumble. Crumble's good. Crumble's really nice. Mm. Custard, yeah, no. I quite like it. Take custard in your crumble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking dynamite. Good shit. A man of taste. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I always I like to get um, apple pie whenever I'm at McDonald's, which isn't very often. Even though they do like apple pie at McDonald's is always far too fucking hot for it. Always it just scorches your full mouth and you can't taste anything. Oh yeah, you can use that as like a biological weapon. Then it's fucking great. Good, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they stopped using napalm and start dropping at McDonald's apple pies on developing countries <laughs> the dying days of the Vietnam War some American soldier just drops a fucking apple pie into a baby's eyes ah! <laughs> it's, just, it's just like that bit of, it's just like that bit in Full Metal Jacket you know the gutter in the, in the helicopter no get, get, get. <laughs> oh. oh you are sick in the fucking head <laughs> but I, so am I for laughing at it that apple pie is good, and yes, it is terrific. Mm. Uh, she's a, she's planning on like ditching him here though. Um, she is, yeah, and then he gets the shit kicked out of him. Because <laughs> he resurrects the deer. Yeah, um, and the deer fucks off, and the guy doesn't believe him that the deer left, even though the man is standing there perfectly still with no deer around him. Yeah, he also comes up to Karen Allen as well, and I'm not sure if he's trying to hit on her or something, but he says like, "You look like a girl that likes meat," and he's like, "Oh, yeah, oh no, he's like, fully, he is fully po- going. To, he is fully like trying to fire into her because he specifically is like, oh, I've got a lot, I've got a, a long bit of pork for you as well,' and it's like, "Ah, oh, fucking hold on, and either you're a cannibal or you're trying to pump me." And <laughs> Yeah, I mean he does ask. Uh, what is it? Uh, Scott does ask. Like, uh, it's like, do deer eat people? He's like, no. Do people eat people? And she said no. And it's like, you're from Wisconsin. You should know that some people do. Jeffrey Dahmer was from Wisconsin, and he ate people. So yeah, too. He ate quite a few people. <laughs> Who else is from? The fucking what was his name? The guy. Um, the guy inspired uh, Weatherface and. Um, Ed Gein. Yeah, he was from Wisconsin as well. <laughs> So, he didn't eat people though. That we know of. True. But you know, he, he was he did some weird shit. <laughs> she should know. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
It's also right about this point where um, Fox is kind of... It's kind of clear that Fox doesn't really want to uh, get Scott in alive. Or if he does, he's going to fucking do some weird shit. We don't know what Some weird autopsy shit, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, so he resurrects the great, I don't know, is it at this point that they, he finds the autopsy room? No, that's later. Right, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that because there's a really funny line in that one. But yeah, yeah, he resurrects the deer. Fucking Jason runs out to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> of all his buddies. Um, and then... Uh, his buddies remind me of the, the... The good old boys from fucking... Uh, Blues Brothers. Mm. I mean, they are in past the Midwest, I think, but, uh, you know, and then... Um, <laughs> this is where I was awakened by Karen Allen with a gun. <laughs> An acid washed jeans. She fires the gun into the sky. To get she's walking out with this handgun and the camera's behind her. She's got a nice ass. And yeah. You're a fucking lech. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah. And then uh, she decides to stick with him. Which yeah. is nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, the waitress is like, good luck. But the waitress steals her wallet. Or at least it's implied. Is it heavily implied that the waitress stole her wallet? He <laughs> didn't give it back. <laughs> or she lost it when she, uh, later on when she had shot. I don't know. But whatever. Maybe the wallet was like destroyed when she got shot. Because it was a shotgun that fucking hell. Maybe. So it's probably tore the fucking thing to shreds. Maybe. Uh, the rednecks still want to beat the shit out of Scott so you know they, they drive they right past that fucking bus and they crash into the bus yeah um, <laughs> it's just like you know, the bus driver comes out he's not really mad about it he's just got the, the hunter guy like, what the fuck man yeah the hunter guy he's just like well, I got a hitman and pulled out of here he's like oh well did you get their, their license plate number no <laughs> and then we get a uh, fucking Hitchcock from Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah him and his cop partner um, they're told to, uh, to, to, bring, to yeah they're told to observe and that's it only engage if it's a life threatening situation and uh, you know standard American cops they go well we can make it a life threatening situation <laughs> if we threaten their lives so <laughs> what, year, what year is it it's 1984 we don't have body cams yet <laughs> we can go do this man we don't gotta switch shit off before we commit a crime let's go <laughs> <laughs> we have our word <laughs> but no there, there's um, can we just side rail a moment to talk about um, how this is like another John Carpenter movie that has a nice car in it. Fucking that the Mustang. Ca- the Mustang. Oh, the Mustang is a fucking peach, man. It's so good. It's a 77 mm-hmm. Mustang, isn't it? Orange it's, and black. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. There's a lot of nice cars in this movie, actually. There's a lot of nice cars in Carpenter movies in general. He likes his cars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has like a few himself as well. Like he has like a kind of, co- not a collection, but he has like two or three like nice cars. Probably, I can see him having a few. Yeah. Or maybe he's more into his musical instruments, spending money on that. I don't know. But there's a line in this, though, which I thought was hilarious. Go on. So there's a. So um, Fox and, you know, Charles Martin Smith. The Hound. Yes. <laughs> Charles Martin Smith are, like, just talking about the fact that he is an alien. Yeah. And he called him, and, and then he to tell the president, and George Fox says. Do you seriously expect me to tell the president that an alien has landed, assumed the identity of a dead house painter from Madison, Wisconsin, 
and is presently out tooling around the countryside <laughs> in a hopped up orange and black 1977 Mustang? <laughs> to which he replies, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did <laughs> yeah. recognize the scientist in the, in the wheelchair? I did, but I couldn't place him. He's in Halloween, he's Dr. Wynn. Thank you. But now they, they, they stop off in a motel. Um, a very noisy motel. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think it's a football game or something. Yeah, something like that. Some I'm pretty sure man. I saw some cheerleaders cutting about, so we'll assume football. Yeah. And uh, she almost takes off her top in front of him until she realises that he's going Wait, up. that's not my husband. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, they're in friendly terms. Um, yeah. She falls asleep. He's watching TV. He learns what a kiss is from watching From Here to Eternity. And then attempts to kiss her while she sleeps, which is not cool, Scott. He's an alien, he doesn't know. Unconscious people don't want tea. He's an alien, he doesn't know. But unconscious people don't want tea. Hmm, true. <laughs> but you know, he Again, doesn't... alienating the American audience, if there is any. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't know, he's an alien, he doesn't... He, for all we know, those aliens don't do that over there, we don't know. Yeah. And then the biggest bro of all time. Oh, yeah, this guy, <laughs> this fucking guy. This movie has two bros in it. This is three is this, technically. Is this the first? Yes. This first is, and the second. This is a first bro of yeah. the movie. First and the second. The second uh, comes a little later. No, 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 no. There's three bros, right? Three. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I know who the second is, but he isn't at the door with the guy. This is true. So this is the first of our bros. But this guy just knocks on the door. He's like, "Hey, man, this ain't any of my business." But there's two. Do cops. you drive? Yeah. Do you drive? Did you come in here in the '77 Mustang? The Scots like, yeah. He said. Well, there's two cops trying to jimmy their way into your car, man. <laughs> so is he knocking on all the doors in the motel? <laughs> is that your car? That's and then they were like, no. That's a dedicated bro. <laughs> it's a good... It's a, I like to imagine he probably saw the guy where they were getting off the bus. He saw that cunt gotten out of the car. Mm. So he asked at reception. He was like, yeah, do you know where this guy's staying? Because I, I need to tell him there's somebody trying to break into his skin. Dave just went, oh, he's in this room. <laughs> Be like this guy. Snitch on cops. Yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always snitch on cops um, yeah I was gonna say I was like I was gonna say something like don't be a snitch but sometimes you need to be like if the guy's a beast or a, a murderer yeah yeah you can snitch on them but if it's small petty shit don't bother yeah <laughs> but this guy yeah absolute bro he's like somebody's trying to jimmy cops trying to jimmy into your car and then we smash cut to him to and him his and buddy his pal knocking Tipping over a cola vending machine <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> yeah. I don't know they do it twice <laughs> to distract the cops mm. so that they that's the same one they, you first see them pushing it towards the stairs and then you see them push it down the stairs oh I thought they did it twice nah 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 they like knock it over and then they bring it towards the stairs and then they push it down the stairs yeah and then uh, Scott and Jerry get, make their getaway uh, being pursued by Hitchcock was, I don't know I don't know why he made detectives but you know <laughs> it's weird watching him knowing that watching him try to play an honest to goodness cop knowing the role that he would fill in Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah and <laughs> yeah and you know uh, Karen Allen gets shot by a shotgun you know yeah this is probably one of the most fucked but yet depressingly accurate scenes in the movie uh, when <laughs> they're trying to get away right and they see that Scott has a gun and Got so they blindly fired a shotgun into the side of the car trying to hit Scott not realising it's a fucking shotgun so even if they do hit Scott they're probably gonna fucking at the very least like 
like Grey's mm. fucking uh, Jenny. Is it Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. But no, they they fucking annihilate. They basically destroy the entire like right hand side of Jenny. Do you think? Say they aimed a bit higher, and they got her in the head. Right, it's a shotgun. I don't think they would have been able to heal that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can he heal that? No. Uh, okay, fair enough. No, probably not. Fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, they fucking kill Jenny. <laughs> like she's dead. Yeah, and he drives into a fucking uh, oil tanker. Yeah, and then carries her out among the flames, looking like fucking Batman with the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Or Cain and Abel, if you want to get biblical. And he disappears into the smoke. Yeah. Into the mist. Uh... Again, not unlike Batman. Mm. Fiery Rick comes out like a fucking god, <laughs> carrying yeah. Karen Allen. The music swells. I've heard this music somewhere. I'm assuming that uh, some orchestra re-recorded it. Probably. It was used in trailers for God knows how long. But, you know. Um, next we see they're on a... They're on a I, I want to call it a trailer. I don't know. Uh, a train car. Oh, it's a truck. Oh, they're on the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, right enough. Yeah. And he's helium. <laughs> and, you know, I, I pointed this out. I was like, why could it take a fucking deer... You know, five seconds to jump back up. Because know. the deer got hit with a fairly precision weapon, a rifle. She got her side torn to shreds by a shotgun. So maybe he could bring her back if she got her head torn, blown off. Probably not. Just rebuild it. But like, in rebuilding the brain, would he not be creating another, a new brain, and therefore a new person? Is he not doing that with a dead person anyway? Hmm? Is he not doing that with a dead person anyway? Because the brain's still intact, so he's just reinstalling the old yeah, signals. The brain's dead. But it's still the same brain. Is it the same soul? It's not soul? a brand new one. Is it the same soul? Fuck you. <laughs> He's an alien, who knows? But, uh... <laughs> oh, no, you're not going Scientologist on me, you dick. He is not putting an alien soul in a person. I mean, he kind of did. Fuck, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does, yeah. He does, yeah. <laughs> you bastard, he does. <laughs> this yeah. film is actually Scientology. Tom Cruise is watching this being like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why could I be Starman? <laughs> little five foot two little midget. So, you know. <laughs> He's not five two. He could play Karen Allen in this. <laughs> she's actually pretty tall from what I can tell. Yeah, she is, yeah. Uh, it's just she's always cast alongside absolute fucking giants <laughs> like fucking Harrison Ford or fucking Jeff Bridges. It was at the time. He's a fairly big guy. Hmm. He's like six foot, man. Huh. I'm sure. Give me a tall woman in mum jeans and a gun. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Yeah, he resurrects her, then he just fucking dumps God, her. God save your soul, man. <laughs> he resurrects her, then he just dumps her. At a rest stop. He's a deadbeat. Are you looking up how tall Harrison Ford is? Yes. Uh, it's given me it in meters. He's six foot and a half. Inch yeah. tall. Yeah. Okay. But it's coming up here 1.85 metres. Hmm. You know. So he resurrects her. Yeah, no, he's, he's over six foot tall, so he's a big guy. Hmm. He resurrects her. Yeah. Dumps her at a gas station. It's not even a gas station, it's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Alright, rest up, whatever. And he fucks off with this mad uh, cook. <laughs> with the night cook, yeah. 
So she's uh, on the phone. Uh, Karen Allen gets on the phone with Charles Martin Smith. It's like, I wasn't kidnapped. <laughs> Even though I told everyone that I was to begin with. But then yeah. I kind of, you know, this totally isn't Stockholm Syndrome. Right? This is just... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't, I don't know. She's going to have to have some sort of therapy after this movie. I don't know. Actually, we, hmm, we'll get there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know... She's on the phone. I wasn't kidnapped. She's like, come on, where are you? She doesn't really know. <laughs> but, you yeah. know. And then uh, she finds out where Scott's going. Because uh, the waitress there is like, oh, you just left. You headed west of our night, cook. So, yeah. uh, she, so she follows <laughs> she him. She goes in and she's like, can somebody give me a ride? And this guy's hand fucking shoots up. Like, <laughs> oh, he's looking for some poon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, if I do her a favour. <laughs> he has a... Maybe... He has a sick car though. Yeah, he has a hot rod basically. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We just speed down that thing. Uh, Scott's in the car with the the the. Uh, the night cook having a smoke, and he <laughs> nearly fucking kills himself because he inhales. I like their conversation though. It was kind of funny. It's like, uh, how, what was it? How do you make? Uh, how do you? So what's your line? Yeah, what's your like, what do you, what do, you do, do when what you're do you do to me? What do you do when you're not just, you know... Pitching rides, he's like, I make... He's, he's, he's just, imitating his voice I as well. Just, I make maps. I make maps. You, know, you make any money? And and he goes, like, I make maps. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, not much money in a cookie, not much money in cooking either. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I like that. That's yeah, a cool conversation. Ways, yeah, there's two ways to take that answer. You know, so. Yeah. So like, do you make money? Yeah, I make maps. <laughs> or I think the way he's doing it is, um, do you make money? No, I make... I make maps, not money. Mm. That's oh no, that's the way he's doing it, oh, yeah, no. but the way it's interpreted. Yeah, is yeah, the way that he takes it, he's like, oh no, I make fuck all. I make maps, man. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> yeah. When was the last time you bought a fucking map? <laughs> yeah, well, it was the 80s. They probably did. Yeah, but how many times in our history would you buy a map? That's true. Once. Mm. I was thought uh, Maybe if you lose it. <laughs> I was thought it was really weird. This is bit of a tangent but I always thought it was really weird how in Glasgow I noticed that uh, one of my favourite coffee shops because it uh, was Spitfire Coffee right mm-hmm. and above Spitfire Coffee are they coffee, still about? I have no fucking clue I have, I haven't been to Glasgow in like ages um, or that bit at least um, but above Spitfire was the offices of a map making company oh yeah so I don't know how they I don't know if they survived but you know whatever but uh, Spitfire was good yeah, it was just the shit. It was I, I went once, I believe, with yourself. I'm pretty sure you took me to Spitfires once. Down in Merchant City? Yeah. Well, maybe. But it was the only coffee place I could think of at the time that had beer. <laughs> so, it was good shit. But yeah, uh, they get stopped at a roadblock after he coughs, his, after he hawks up a lung. Yeah. I've been, I, I remember We've all been there, there, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it's <laughs> shit. Military roadblock. And this is where bro number three comes in. Well, he already took her there, so I guess that's weird. Yeah, but this is where he solidifies himself. He is no longer just a simp. He is a fucking bro. He's a bro. Because he makes a petrol yeah, bomb. He's all obsessed with He's like, you gotta help me. Yeah, you gotta help me. <laughs> so and what does he, he do? <laughs> does he, how does he help her? Takes he a can of gasoline. <laughs> takes a fucking jenny can, shoves a towel down it, and turns it into a petrol bomb shocks the thing the military start chasing him and he fucks off out of the movie never to be seen again yeah that's great yeah that man spent the rest of his life in a military prison <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy yeah this guy that guy he was never seen again gone <laughs> yeah. we don't know what happened to him so we have to assume he probably got shot in the back of the head yeah <laughs> well 
Yeah, so, um, Jenny finds him, finds uh, Scott, uh, they jump in the back of an olive van. I don't know why they didn't go with the cook, but they jump in the back of an olive van. And uh, then they have this whole reconciliation. And then he's like, why? He's like, do you have baby? She says no. And then... Because uh, one, the, one of the people in the van with them yeah, has like, a small child. And she like, take, like, holds her <laughs> in. And like, yeah. it's like very... <laughs> do you think that woman... Very, like... clearly mater- very clearly maternal instincts towards the kid. And it's like, oh, okay. Then he's like, do you have baby? Yeah. Do, do you not think that woman in the back of the van, though... She <laughs> must be thinking they're fucking cracked, man. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they have a conversation about everything, like where they came from. It's a very nice, heartfelt conversation. Yeah, in but, the she's context of the movie. What, but she's having to explain what a goodbye is. Yeah, to this guy, and she must be thinking either this guy is, is fucking flying, or he is fucking from God knows where. Or he's challenged. I'm well, sure many, he's challenged. I'm sure many people in this movie thought that. Of course he's challenged. He's being t- chased by the police. That's a challenge in and of itself. He is a challenged man. This man is Space Force Gump. So, <laughs> Space Force Gump. I thought you were going to say this man is Space Force. And was... <laughs> this man is Space Force Gump. This man is Space Force Gump. <laughs> he fucking is. Yeah, yeah. He even asks like... He asks like... What is love? <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I, I mean, know what love go, is. I mean, if we're going to go further down, after he fucked her, he probably gave her some sort of radiation poisoning. She's going to die. So, you know. Much like Jenny. <laughs> Space AIDS. <so. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Spades. <laughs> she just gets beaten to death, does she? <laughs> Spades. Shovel. Oh, fucking right. Okay. <laughs> cards and I was like you don't get beaten to death in a game of spades unless you do really fucking well against the wrong people but like (laughs) they get off the van hop into the back of a freight train so they're going to travel like hobos and uh and they fuck like hobos too well yeah because he gets he's going to get pneumonia she's like yeah I get you out those wet clothes and as soon as those lines hit I was sitting there I was like no no, right hold on we need to take a moment here Mm. because in this movie Jeff Bridges is fucking cut. <laughs> yes. Not circumcised. No, he has like washboard abs and yeah. like fucking like he is built like fuck, man. That man is in good shape. He knew he was gonna be naked in this movie. Yeah, he must have done, <laughs> man. And he walked out to sh- either that or that's just how he looks on a day to day basis at that time in his life. Well, yeah, probably. Do you think he was still like that in the Big Lebowski? Like underneath all his baggy clothes, he's just fucking ripped. I think that would be hilarious because <laughs> there, there is nothing funny actually no, he seems shirtless in that he's not ah oh, damn it yeah because there, there is nothing funnier in this world than someone who has no right or no need to be like built like fuck but they're <laughs> built like fuck anyway yeah so like like, walk, like walking into like a fucking McDonald's and the guy behind the counter is like fucking would you like fries <laughs> <laughs> or that guy in Itchy the Killer as uh, like mentor guy he takes off his jacket and that because you always think he's just a small guy yeah and he takes off the jacket he's like fucking jacked yeah <laughs> but yeah he's, he's ripped and uh, I like seeing a librarian with like fucking massive biceps <laughs> yeah and they get to fucking and they do they, they get to fucking they, they, they yeah now I I have some feelings on this scene <laughs> this is surpri- this is supremely unhealthy for both characters because maybe not for him well he's fucking a random woman 
and he's like not fully aware of what anything is in this planet and is like just kind of getting used to everything Ooh. and is all of a sudden shagging Ooh. and he is taking the form of Jenny's dead husband it's like a mo- <laughs> so it's like this weird fucking scene where it's like it's it's shot really romantically and quite tastefully and it's like all really nice and the soundtrack's lovely oh yeah but this isn't this isn't like an exploitation film sexy there's no titties in this no 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 it's just but like you but you think about it for more than a second and the first scene falls apart and it's like just a, a psychological nightmare <laughs> to try and break down like the various different layers of how fucked up this scene really is yeah, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, she's pregnant. And yeah, what was it? He says, he's like, I, gave I put, you, a, no, I put she, a baby in no, you. No, she, he doesn't say that, he's just like, I gave you baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, gave, I gave you baby. And she's just like, no, that's impossible. And while we were watching this, because we watched, I had to catch up on like the last couple of bits because I couldn't remember, quite frankly, what happened. And like, so they had, a, co- yeah, they had a conversation earlier where Karen Allen she says, says that she is uh, infertile, right? Essentially. More or less. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm watching this and Jacob's sat next to me and uh, <laughs> she says, no, that, that's not possible. And there's a brief pause in which I'm waiting on the next line and I just hear Jacob next to me just say, bitching from space. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, no, that that can't happen that's not possible and all I hear is you fucking bitch I'm an alien <laughs> that was it bitch I'm an alien <laughs> yeah. I had to pause the film because I was laughing to a blinking fucking imagine that was the line <laughs> just, just, like, bitch I'm an alien bitch I'm an alien <laughs> just very confused like, yeah. who the fuck do you think of us Oh, then you correctly guessed that they were heading to Vegas, though. Yeah, I didn't. I just said that as like a piss take because they were going west. Because yeah, she like, says something like, oh, that looks a bit too big to be, uh, where are they going? Uh, somewhere in Arizona? Winslow. Looks too big to be Winslow. Yeah, and I was like, it's fucking Vegas. Uh, then they're just in Vegas. <laughs> and they are in Vegas, and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I guessed that. They're in uh, a very quiet looking Vegas. It was the 80s. Yeah, it was still huge at the time. Vegas was quite popular. Just it was a weekday. <laughs> a week, a weeknight. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to Vegas. I don't know how popular, how busy it gets during the weeknights. It's probably heaving, but you know. But uh, they do the fucking Twin Peaks season three episode where yeah, where he gets jackpots from multiple machines. Well, he gets jackpots from two machines. Yeah. But one of which is like the big fuck off one in the middle of the floor where you get like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and eighties money. So that's like that's a cool mill. Probably. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, because they, they have to get uh, money because uh, she's lost her wallet. Because that waitress probably took it. Either that or the shotgun blast got it. Or the fire. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, the idea that we went to str- we went straight to accusing the waitress feels a bit fucked considering the amount of places she could have lost that wallet in the film up until this point. <laughs> but maybe they just left it in the hotel room. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, yeah, uh, they have a nice new Cadillac. Um, do they still make Cadillacs? Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. still make Cadillacs. We don't get Cadillacs over here. Not really, no. No, we no. don't really get American. Well, we do. We get we, Fords. Must- Ford Mustangs. We get here, yeah. Fords, we get uh, Chevys, but I've never seen a, a, a 
Cadillac over here. I've never seen a what do you call it? Jupiter's over here. I've never seen any fucking. They have some weird car brands over there, man. I've like, seen a Lexus. Are they American? I thought they were. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I assume any. <laughs> I tend to assume any car brand outside of the UK is like Japanese or something. So I don't know. That feels racist. No, it means it's good because they make good cars. So you're assuming Volkswagen is Japanese? Eddie, that's clearly not where they're from. Like, Volkswagen is clearly Japanese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagen is clearly Japanese. Cut in 4K, motherfucker. <laughs> I got you retraced. <laughs> Volkswagen is clearly German. I mean, they were. Uh, they made Nazi cars. So did everybody. But <laughs> Didn't BMW make Nazi cars too? Probably. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't want to say anything. I don't know about BMW. But, um, you, know, you know what BMW's electric car is? What? Do you, do you know? No. It's the BMWi. Which clearly wasn't tested in Scotland. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to drive the car when they're bastard mad with it. So BMWi. <laughs> <laughs> the BMWi, which is which MWi in Scotland means madwit, which means pished, mm. which means drunk, oh, I took that which completely means different. too much alcohol. I took that completely different. I took that as in like, oh, it's the BMWi. Ah, yeah, no, aye, aye, aye. the BMWi. Aye, BMWi. No, the BMW. For fuck's sake, first base. But <laughs> who's on first? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> But uh, um, nice Cadillac. Um, well, I say nice Cadillac. I don't particularly like it, but um, I like it. I think it's nice. Mm. Yeah, bitch to clean though. Yeah, any any white the, any white car is though. Like, it's white and they're in the fucking desert. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a cunt to clean off. Yeah. <laughs> Stop off at another uh, gas station, Indian country. Um. <laughs> Which I read, that, I read that and I was just like, oh fuck, India. Uh, <laughs> what, Delhi? <laughs> no! Calcutta? No, is it called Calcutta still? I don't know. I failed geography. It's not called Bombay anymore, I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't think they can call it Indian land anymore. Or no. Indian country anymore. Um, native country? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. they stop off. He asks for an apple pie, he gets told to fuck off. Don't <laughs> 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 apple pie. Get the fuck out! How <laughs> fucking dare you! Nah, you Come out of my shop and <laughs> tell me what pies to serve. Fuck, fuck you! you. <laughs> Cogs a shotgun. Nah, <laughs> the fucking mean. mechanic from Christine gets out. The fuck did you say? <laughs> I think uh, fucking David Lynch watched this movie because there's so much pie in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, they get some nice. It's a road trip pie. movie, so, so yeah, they go. They get cherry pie instead. Cherry, yeah. pie. cherry pies. Are, um, I'm not the biggest fan of cherries. I don't really like cherries either. I like cherry cola, but I don't like cherries. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, well. Apparently cherry pie. Kind of nice. fucking amazing though. What? Uh, the lime Pepsi Max that they make. It's fucking I like good. The cherry Pepsi. No, nah, honestly, lime Pepsi Max with a wee bit of ice in it's refreshing as fuck. Did you see they've started selling a uh, tropical flavored Iron Brew now? Yeah, and ice cream flavored Iron Brew. Hmm. I don't like it. I haven't tried it yet. Iron Brew is Iron Brew. The only Iron Brew flavor that I tried was the um, the spicy one. A fiery iron brew where it was like ginger ale. Yeah, it was shite. 
But the well, advert was the, class, though. And the, uh, <laughs> the advert was great. You have to admit. And the Iron Brew Energy drink that they did from it. Not the Iron Brew Thirty Two. The other one um, it was just called Iron Brew Energy. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes like shit. Iron Brew Thirty Two. Pure my mental stimulation. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I wake it, wake I love it, as you can tell. But no, they're, they're in this new truck stop, rest stop place. A uh, policeman comes in. Is that your Cadillac out there? And they're like, ah, fuck. More police come. Fucking and Charles then, Martin Smith appears. Yeah, and he's just like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah, this is where we get... And we have a lovely wee conversation. Yeah, this is where we get the wholesome sci-fi conversation where the alien's like, you humans are pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're at your best when you're at your worst. Just show them 9-11. Very backhanded compliments. Like, <laughs> Just show them 9-11. Years. It was the 80s. It hadn't happened yet. His opinion will change. <laughs> uh, show them the Charlottesville rally. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Define white supremacy. <laughs> well, that's what a bunch of rednecks get together. <laughs> Not all rednecks. Not rednecks, full stop. You know where rednecks come from. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. know. But the modern connotation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not all scum, but <laughs> <laughs> you're such a cunt. We are scum. <laughs> Hence, not all scum. Yeah, yeah, true. I got sent a message the other day, right? Um, God, from a friend saying, "Oh, this reminded me of you," and it was a video on Twitter. Please tell me I was rap seen this, but <laughs> no, it was just some fucking rednecks out in America somewhere. So I was like, "Oh, so you see rednecks and you think." <laughs> Jacob <laughs> she replied yes <laughs> I would be inclined to agree with her to be honest I mean sure you did just spend a good 10-15 minutes of this podcast talking about how you your brand new attraction is women with gun yeah <laughs> you don't help yourself mate <laughs> you really don't it has to be a specific gun though just a handgun I don't give a shit about that well yeah just a handgun <laughs> She had a shotgun. Oh, that's a, that's a fling. <laughs> that's a fling. That's not... M16, that's one night stand. But, uh... M16. <laughs> it was an M29 saw. Get the fuck out. Like, if it was a Glock 911, uh, she's a keeper. <laughs> a Glock 9... That's not... A Glock I don't know guns! A Glock 911 isn't a thing. Fine. If it's just a Glock... You're thinking of the M1911. That's what she has. Fine, if it's just a Glock... I think. She's a keeper. She doesn't even have a Glock in the movie. I don't care. It's a handgun. <laughs> Glock is a fuck ugly handgun as well. Yeah. But now, uh, so, you know, uh, Charles Martin Smith's there. They have their conversation. He agrees to let them go after, because he's already had that conversation with Fox about, uh, you know, how they're going to... Yeah, we've seen, like, there's, before this, there's a scene where he walks into, like, the lab, and uh, he sees Fox in what is essentially an odd toss, say, like, operating room. And there's like leather straps on the table, and he's like, "What the fuck, right?" Yeah. And we invited him here. <laughs> yeah, and we invited him. And there's a great line where it's just like, "With leather straps." And the guy replies, "You behave like, yourself." Yeah, you behave yourself. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, "Oh, fucking, ooh, ooh, ooh matron." Uh, <laughs> this is the room where we get kinky sometimes, but yeah. not today. <laughs> not today. Today we get serious. Tomorrow, kinky. Yay! <laughs> We're gonna fucking alien blood. Ooh. <laughs> Oh no! But no, so you know, uh, he agrees to let him go. They have a funny little scene where uh, yeah, where he tells the cops it was like the wrong guy. The guy yeah, was older. But they also kiss him. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where uh, a Jenny fucking, gives him a kiss. Jenny gives him a kiss goodbye, and then Scott does the same. <laughs> and in the background, this polis looks fucking raging, and in my mind, I just like to they didn't give me a kiss. Like, <laughs> I want one too. Oh, oh, give me a. Gets lonely in the desert. Yeah, no, I want to. I want to kiss goodbye. Yeah. No. Wrong ones, huh? Uh, the sure match the description. Yeah. They were, nah, 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 the nah, guy we were looking before, for is older. He's older. And then uh, Fox comes, sees that they're gone, and we have a nice little... And we have the fight of the fucking Valkyries later yeah, on. Like, well, before that, he's like, uh, he's like, you're finished! Whatever his fucking name is, and he's like... Uh, he just gives him I a hate shit. To, I hate to... Uh, what was it? Stoop to symbolism. Yeah. Just takes a massive draw of his fucking cigar and puts yeah. it in his face. So, you know. Good Pretty shit. great. Good yeah. shit. Good shit. And, like, at this point, I was looking at the, the timer on the movie uh, when I first saw this. I was like, we really got like 10 minutes left. How is this going to resolve? And just like it comes in very fast, it resolves itself pretty fast. They arrive at the crater, which is where they're supposed to be. They're getting chased by the military. The, what can only be described as the fucking flight of the Valkyries. The fucking bum 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 bum. Fucking yeah. apocalypse now. Levels of fucking. They're firing machine guns at them and fucking rockets. Yeah, they they send a they send a, a warning shot with rockets at them. Just <laughs> like, for any Russian Badger fans in there, Patterson fire a warning shot. Mm. So this is an M thirty four grenade launcher. Ah, potato potato, just fire it, Patterson. <laughs> Boom. Again. <laughs> You know, and then fucking spaceship appears from the sky. It's a big ball. It looks like Saturn, but it's uh, but it's reflective. It's a big reflective ball. It's a chrome ball. Kind of reminded me of. Um, have you ever seen that movie Sphere? I think I don't know. Uh, um, kind of reminded me of that, but uh, you know, but less Ripley. Um, yeah, and then you know. Fucking Sigourney Weaver's in Spheres. No. Ripley is in like the, the sphere isn't as Ripley oh okay right because um, the sphere is made of water or something I can't remember oh fucking no but yeah then uh, you know Jeff Bridges gets picked up by his alien buddies he's told that Elliot and he tells that he tells uh, Jenny to tell oh, yeah, your yeah, son he, about him he, he and he gives her one of his little grey balls again <laughs> 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 that was a good one I like that yeah, one yeah he does it yeah. well played well played <laughs> and then uh, he's like oh yeah tell baby about me oh. and then he mm. uh, says they won't see each other again which is a lie that was the TV show and then uh, with none of the same cast no no and then he fucks off back to space and literally the movie just ends yeah that's it credits yeah it, this- it gets in and gets out as you say if this movie was made today, there'd be a whole thing where it's like the there would be being like there'd be, a shot of, there'd be a shot of her like tell they would like flash forward to the future. There'd be a shot of her telling the baby about him. Like, yeah, or there'd just be like a, a little bit of an interrogation scene where she's like, oh, or yeah, you know, there'll be like uh, yeah, yeah, or there'll be like it just a, ends. Or there'll be a bit where like she's back at home and she's looking up into the sky and the star twinkles or some shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. And she sees like that star that he pointed to and she asked him where he's from. <laughs> but no, there's none of that. It just kind of goes in, it gets in, it gets out. It ends. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I like this movie. I didn't really expect to like this movie, but I like this movie. Uh, yeah, I went into this movie with no expectations and came out with 
Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very fucking great movie. I don't I wouldn't call it a favourite of mine by far, but it is a goddamn great movie and it's probably one I'm gonna end up picking up very mm. soon. Mm. I'm definitely gonna be adding this to the to the old Blu ray collection Blu-ray. at some point. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> My Blu ray collection, I think I'm just gonna <laughs> I haven't really got that many Blu rays, but I was looking at like getting the New York Ripper, so that's how you all need to know about my Blu ray collection. For fuck's sake. Oh, until I was going to get it, until I found out that because we're in the UK, mm-hmm. it says that it's the uncut version, but because we're in the UK, they still cut 20 seconds from it, so well, oh, wow. So I won't be getting it. You but could import it. I could, but I need to spend like £40. So. Blue days are region free, so you can get I it know, from but anywhere. It, but it costs like £40. True. So I'm like, fuck. But yeah, Starman, not New York Ripper. Starman, great movie. <laughs> I would, Fantastic. I would, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I would recommend this movie to people that, you know, um don't really like sci-fi very much they might like this <laughs> yeah it's a really great movie there's a fantastic character study all the performances are fucking incredible obviously Jeff Bridges is a standout as is uh, Karen fucking what's her surname Alan thank you Karen Allen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they both the chemistry between the two of them is very very real you can really definitely feel that they have they both got along on set and kind of mm-hmm. properly work well together Charles Lawrence Smith is cool. I like yes, it. he's fantastic. Again, not a bad performance among the bunch, I would say. The score is a bit more understated this time around. I will say I didn't really notice the the music as much. Yeah, it's all those bits where it's just kind of blaring, <laughs> like when he's getting picked up by the aliens. And yeah, that the, was, the ending was the only time I really noticed the music. They, the rest they of it was that, very understated. They played that music as well when he blows up the car. True, they did. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Carpenter did the music for this one as well because you know he does music for most of his stuff. I found out the only reason he didn't do the music for the thing was because nobody asked him to. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So he's just going, all right, <laughs> fair enough. But uh, yeah, I I really like this movie. I, I saw a review of this movie where somebody described it as a, a perfect sci-fi date movie, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I would agree with that. Yeah, this is a great date movie if you. Are if you like myself are chronically single, and uh, <laughs> if you want if you want a nice sci-fi family, would you call this movie family friendly? Fuck no. Eh, yeah, it's the 80s. I would have. Kids can watch this. They fuck in it. Don't see shit. Me, I watched Robocop when I was like seven or eight. It was and fine. look what happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want a wholesome sci-fi movie and you don't want to watch ET, watch Starman. Yeah, yeah. Shit's good. Well, it's <laughs> surprisingly similar plot structure to E.T. Yeah, he needs to go home, he's gonna die if he doesn't, yeah. He's been chased by a government authority who want to, who at first claimed to want to take him alive and take care of him, but there's actually a, want to fucking kill him. There's a missing family member. Well, actually, no, isn't his parents still together in that movie? I don't know, I've not seen E.T. in a while. Although when I was a kid, I couldn't pronounce extraterrestrial, so I used to call it E.T. the extra testicle. <laughs> he looks like a fucking cancerous testicle, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He looks like Freddy Krueger's ball. Mm. <laughs> fucking hell. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, he looks yeah. like Emperor Palpatine's wrinkly boss. <laughs> Here's a question, by the way. Speaking of Star Wars, you can cut this out. This is how we're going to end this episode, right? Okay, go on. So, Ray is uh, Palpatine's. Uh, Palpatine does not fuck. Oh, I was gonna say, did Palpatine like fuck when he was like wrinkly, or did he do no. that when he before? No, Palpatine does not fuck. Ray is the right, it is 
stated in Rise of Skywalker that it is a essentially well so it's not stated in the film yes it is a failed clone of Palpatine see I watched those movies that goes off and fucks and then has Rey see I've only seen those movies once and I went to see them in the cinemas completely fucked so I don't yeah I went to the midnight release of every one of them in the cinemas I went to the midnight release of Force Awakens anyway anyway, uh, thanks for listening to our episode of Starman next week we will be covering Big Trouble in Little China back with the Kurt Russell fuck yes I I love Big Trouble in Little China it was one of my favourite films as a kid and it is even more so as an adult uh, it is just a fucking it is the best way I could describe it is it's like a ghost train at a fun fair hmm. kind of it's just this like mental like full of like non sequiturs and shit that doesn't really make any sense but at the end you come out there is a plot there and at the end of it you come out and you're just like that was fucking great I'm going to go do something else now. And <laughs> then a couple of years later, you come back to it and it's like, that was fucking great. I'm going to go do something else. And, you know, it's like a nice little film to revisit every now and then. Again, a lot of fun. Kurt Russell again, fucking awesome, in it? Yeah, it was, just, it was, Car- I haven't seen it, so it'll be a first time for me, but it was Carpenter's uh, last studio movie for several years. Yeah. But yeah, so join us next week for Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, thank you for watching Archive Panic. Uh, see you next time. Goodbye. Starman waiting in the skies. I don't know the fucking lyrics. <laughs> <laughs>